Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Listen, cop a squat, get a chair, a pillow, a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the porch, on the stoop, right here next to me. Get you some juice, some water, some tea, some coffee. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Well, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I'm going to say this on every episode. As long as there's breath in my body, protect each other, please. If you're going to events or you're going out to any kind of event, make sure that you protect each other. Newbies, I can't stress this enough. There's no cosplay. There's nothing sexually exchanged in spirituality. No, no, it does not work that way. You sleeping with someone that's initiated or not initiated is not going to get you to your highest peak. What it's going to get you real talk is an STD or some embarrassment because you really don't want that. Majority of these people, whether they're presenters or people that's going, they're married. They have, they have spouses and people at home. Don't get caught up in. I understand we all want a partner. We all want someone to help us through. This is the time where you learn, you read, you know, find a mentor or get a buddy, right? Y'all don't have to go and get initiated together. Y'all not the odd couple, but make sure y'all protect each other and look out for one another. You dating someone that's initiated is not going to get you initiated free. It's n- all it's going to do is get you heartache and pain, especially newbies and older women. Also, be aware of the conversations you have because people are listening. And when I've seen and I've noticed when I'm at these events, people talk about their relationships, their fair relationships. You don't know who's listening and they pray on that. Oh, my spirit say you going through something. Oh, my God, I am not knowing that this person had either inside person or they were right there listening. Be mindful. Be mindful. You are there to learn, to gather information, not to sleep with nobody. No. And if it feels off, if it makes you feel uncomfortable or it doesn't feel right, tell someone. And then go and tell the local authorities. We are not playing anymore. Go to the police. File a report. You're not embarrassed. You're not scared. They're not. Listen, if they were so powerful, trust me, they wouldn't be there trying to convince y'all at somebody's event. You know, they can be able to pop and blink their eyes and they'll have their own money. Stop. Pay attention. Common sense is common for everyone. Please, I cannot stress this enough. There's a lot of predators. There are a lot of people helping predators. I need you to be on your A-game. For real. Please, online, anyway. No matter if you get your cards read or you get some kind of spiritual, later on, nobody should send you body parts, pictures, and telling you that they spirits say y'all need to be together. No, 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 no. I had a good girlfriend. I'm going to always talk about the story. She got a reading by a known spiritualist, a guy. And later on that evening, he sends his dick pic. I told her, I said, act like your daughter. She sent a text to him saying that she was her uh, 14-year-old daughter and that she's going to send this to her dad. 
He wound up blocking her. Then he wound up telling people, oh, people are accusing him of things. Be aware. Please be aware. There's no exchange whatsoever of nobody's sexual favors. Please, please, please. I cannot stress this enough. I get stories on a daily. I get receipts. I get emails. I get video. I get all kinds of things. I, I'm not going to ever say again why me or why people are coming to me. No, no. And I tell them, I will be there to help you through this, but I need you first to go to your local authorities. I don't care if you're in St. Louis and it happened in Hawaii. Go to your local authorities and file charges. For real. Press charges. Say what happened. All of that. Then people are going to come and they are going to help you. You are not alone. No one is going to give you ID. I did that before. And man, people, the ones that were really covering up their lies and their bullshit, tried to drag them and tried to drag the ladies. No, go to the authorities. Please go to the authorities. You will, you will be amazed on how many cases... And you'll be amazed on who's being investigated. And yeah, I love to hear because someone once said it. Oh, I can pull it this public record. Not when it's an investigation. You're not getting anything because they're not going to want. I don't give a fuck who you are. They're not going to want to, to mess up their case, especially if it's been ongoing. So I don't care what no one says to you. I don't deal with street lawyers. Go to the police your local authorities and file a charge that is it that's all i've been advised to ever say from the liaisons to the authorities i don't care about street lawyers i don't care about what people are doing on the side i know what the police say and i know what the local authorities say and i know what the liaisons say and i know what the lawyer that took it up says they're not worrying about nobody else if it's an ongoing investigation trust me they're going to make sure it's handled. So, I'm going to keep saying it until enough people come forward. You don't have to be scared. Ain't nobody going to come and bully you. Nobody's going to threaten you. Can't nobody send a big bag after you. Fuck those people. They're just covering up their dirt and they're scared because they shit is getting ready to be exposed. Because of what they may have done or helped in the long run. Don't worry about those people. They can't do shit. But sit there and be fucking Facebook gangsters or social media gangsters. Stop. Go to your local authorities. If something happened to you, go to your local authorities and press charges first. File a complaint. You don't have to be quiet anymore. No one is going to make you feel embarrassed. It is not a, a bad thing. But we want to make sure you are safe and you are secure. And people like this have no place in the spiritual community. No place. They need to go get help. And if you're friends with a predator and you're listening to this, get them some fucking help. Real talk. Now, I took it upon myself. One is because I saw this show in prison. It's about a young lady and her pops comes home. And it go through real life things. But I love the part where he's with his grandson and they start doing things together. Well, that was part of it. But the other part is I took and challenged myself. We get on social media and we get so infused with what's going on, right? 
in the virtual world, they tell you that. Don't get sucked in, right? Because so much can happen and, you know, you can, you can really lose yourself. Because people go to work, come home and jump right on that. You have to have an outlet on anything. You can't just constantly do cards and don't go and regenerate yourself. You can't do everything spiritual and not go have a light, right? So, for 30 days, I'm going outside and meet people. Meet people, talk to people, right? Connecting. Because not everybody likes being on social media. A lot of people use it for their business. A lot of people use it to connect with families. But they're not on there all day. Like, people have lives. And the last thing you ever want to do is, you know, have regrets where you miss some beautiful moments and opportunities of being online. Right? So, 30 days, I am going outside and meet people. So, the first day, I met a Karen. But it taught me. I don't have to stoop to people's level. Not at all. If they go low, leave them down there. I have people come and meet you. Make them think. Make them understand. But do not jump down off of your healing level to jump down in the mud with people. No, 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 no. So, this Karen, she was just with everyone. I was with my five-year-old granddaughter. I don't need to show her in this world. She's five. She needs to enjoy life and be a kid. She don't need to know what racism is and what the boogerman is. No, Ariel, the mermaid, uh, the pig people, and all other people uh, with Coco Melon and everybody else. They like to have fun. They love outside. They go and play. We was in Barnes and Nobles. This, you know, it had all these mothers in there. Kids are so amazing. They made friends. And then they saw each other in the movies. And they were sitting there singing the songs and doing all of that. So, none of them cared what color they was. No one cared who had the best of this, who was the brightest, who was the smartest. No, they played. They sung the songs. They just did all of that. No one cared about anything else. So, we as the parents, right? I'm the grandmother. You had one that was the aunt and you had the two moms and a dad, a single dad. And we were all just standing around like we were all waiting for the movie. And in the meantime, because, you know, they have the toy section in Barnes and Nobles with the books. And one mother, she kept on like, come on. And she was like, no, I want to play. I said, girl, you might as well let them play. And they did. They did. They, you could open up some toys like the displays. They was playing with the displays and they was talking about the movie and all of that. And what they had for lunch and what they were going to do and their baby brothers and their sisters and their cousins and their mommies. Yeah, they did not care about nothing else. That was it. And I said, wow, you have to learn to live in the moment because kids live in the fucking moment. And I'm like, wow, we are missing so much worrying about what's behind us, what's over here, who's saying this, who's doing that. Kids will enjoy the fucking moment. And when I tell you, they enjoy it. You ever seen kids play so hard that by the time you take them home, feed them, give them a bath, they are out like a light. Because they enjoy their day. We get so bombarded with everyday bullshit that we forget to enjoy the moment. 
So anyway, the Karen came. She did her thing. No one paid attention to her. Nobody fed the enemy the energy that she was trying to portray. And that's another thing. We will sit there and throw subs and do the most. Who the fuck are you impressing? Because at the end of the day, the worst thing that someone can ever feel is being ignored and not acknowledged. That just makes some people go harder. And this lady was really pulling out all stops. But in the end, she's the only one that got hurt. Her son, so in the movie theater where I live, when the movie starts, they lock the game room. They lock all the games. And they have all these cool games in there and stuff. And then in between, you know, when people are coming in to catch the next movie, they open it up so your kids can wait and they go in the game room. Well, she was so busy going around, fucking with everybody, her son really wanted to go in the game room. By the time they got there, when it was all said and done, it was locked. I looked at him like, I totally understand. We are so worried about bullshit. We don't own Disney. We can't make the movies already out. What are we going to do? Change it? No, it's written. It's produced. It's already playing. So, Ma, you're fighting a useless fight. It's Ariel. It is a fictional childlike creature that lives in the water who gives a fuck what color it, it a mermaid is they had baby mermaids men mermaids the warrior mermaids the king mermaid they had chinese russian african all all kinds it didn't matter it's multicultural it's filmed in the caribbean who cares it's for kids we are the guests it's their world so in the process of her being so racist her son missed his moment. He missed a part in time where he wanted to be a kid and enjoy something. She too busy telling everybody, oh, I'm so happy it wasn't only African-American. And why is only the African-American mermaid on the poster? I don't know, ma'am. I didn't make it. I'm going to write a letter. We all should. Do you think there's going to be a part two? Yes, ma'am, it is. She had biracial children. They live on land and in water. Okay. Oh, my goodness. But I think the real Ariel, the first one should have left. Well, it's remakes of everything. So it's okay. It's not for us. It's for the kids. Did the kids enjoy it? I believe so. So that's it. Next. And that was it. But her running around, her son missed his opportunity to be a kid and have fun. And when I tell you, Shorty was mad. He put his hoodie on and he was fucking mad. Like mad. I know he was saying himself fucking lady is running around. I could have been playing the game. And he could have been. But she was too busy worrying about the wrong thing. See, when you worry about things that don't have anything to do with you, that's out of your control, it's not your business, you miss the opportunities that's supposed to be in your life. You miss the happiness. You miss the blessings. No, you're so busy worrying about what's going on over here. Ma'am, go mind the business for real. That pays you. And that can give you a blessing. So that was the first day. The second day, we went to the zoo. Now, Utica Zoo is not really big. 45-minute walk, you didn't see the whole zoo. But it was beautiful to have the red panda. And just seeing kids run around, look at animals, feed the animals. And just read about stuff. And just see it from their perspective. And these kids was having fun. And they're trying this new thing that they have these little uh, go-kart things that's shaped like animals. Two kids can ride on it. One, $26 for an hour. 
Trust me, after they ride around, you it won't even be an hour. It won't. It, it really won't. But you have an hour to ride around. And they have like a, a little area where they can be like the kangaroos and jump around. And they have like cookies and ice cream. And they have a cute little gift shop with all the little animals that's in the zoo. And you have a little play area where all the kids can go and play in the park. And they can go and feed the animals. And they can pet the sheep. Kids like to have fun. And parents, it I don't know what happened because at first everybody was to their self, right? And their kids. And then I'm sitting there and it was like a, a whole different change of a narrative because all the kids got on the playground and they were all playing different colors, different ethnic backgrounds, but they were all playing on one accord. And right there is when the energy shifted and the parents and everybody, we just started talking and just really enjoying the zoo and seeing that the price was really cheap. It's $9. Kids come in free. So to get the little oats for the kids is 50 cent. You can take pictures and all of that. So we were all just talking about that. My grandson was there. He was running around with the kids. So it was really, really it was hot, but everybody after a while forgot the heat. And our zoo opens from 10 a.m. to 4.30 in the afternoon. That's it. We don't have elephants and tigers. We have zebras and camels. You know, we have a red panda, got snakes. We got monkeys, right? We don't have apes. We have monkeys. And, you know, you have little animals here and there, turtles and little mice and stuff. So, and you have... Uh, wallabies and hog, uh, hogs and you know so you have all of this and it's really cool right and you have the big water that you know splashes you so it's really cool so I've learned also if you change your mental or your, your vibe everything around you changes as well your, your energy speaks volume and that's why I put up the post the universe doesn't read minds. It reads energies, vibrations. So when everyone, when those kids all got together and stopped playing and they were on one accord, the whole thing just changed. And everybody got on one accord to see their children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews play and be happy. So that was that energy. And I met some cool people. All right. And it's different when you are out there and you're meeting people in real life. Also, social media and the virtual world, it kind of takes away that part where you are really interacting with people in their face. So I learned that lesson, right? To talk to people and go out. Now today, me and my grandson, we went out. So we got on the bus. And I'm like, is the bus something in New York prices? I'm like, oh, is the bus this, that? But the bus is a dollar. Okay, so we get on, you know, we looking, we looking at different spots and stuff. And then we got to the hub, right? Because we have six buses in our whole area. So we got to the hub to get on the other bus of going, you know, out toward the mall and all of that. So across the street is this, I thought it was like a grocery store, right? And I kept on used to tell my daughter, I want to go in there, I want to go in there. She was like, oh, there's nothing in there. So today, me and my grandson said, come on, let's go. The bus ain't coming yet, let's go. So we walk in, and you have to go down these steps. 
And when I tell you, it is the most beautiful little shop. But they have plant-based and vegan food. And they make it every day. Everything is made fresh. So they were really nice. They have a lot of different little whatnots in it. And then when you walk to the front, there is another restaurant. And they have seats on the outside and inside. And they have gelato. So I asked my grandson, I said, you ever had gelato? He was like, no. I said, oh, so we're going to come back. This is going to be on one of our days. And I told the lady what I was doing, and she was really excited. And I told her, I'll be back. And she was like, oh, my goodness. So 30 days of being outside and just challenging yourself to go and explore. And under a budget, right? So there's a budget of $35 each day. I don't even spend that much. Like, for real. So we go different places, right? Water is a must. And we just, we just go talk to people. Ask them about their life. I met a beautiful sister today. Um, she was walking and she had on white. I had on white and green. She had on white and yellow. And she just looked so, like, she just looked so majestic. Like, she was just floating. And I complimented her. I was like, oh, my God, you look so beautiful. And she was like, I was just saying the same thing about you. So I said, I am just a reflection of you. And we started talking and she started telling about her life. She's from Brooklyn. She's been up here for nine years. This is her last year of living up here because, you know, she was like, it did its thing. And Utica is very small, but if you ever want to get away, because we live in the mountains. If you ever want to get away and see just how beautiful God's world is, I believe Utica is it. I always say that, you know, I live in the mountains. You walk up like four or five blocks, you're right there in the mountains. Um, I look out my window, I see it. The winter, majestic. The summer, yeah, it gets hot. But it is so beautiful. When I tell you, it is beautiful. The scenery, you know. So we have bobcats, chicken hawks. So, you know, if you have little dogs, you can't leave them outside. The chicken hawk will get them in the morning. You know, you got even. they tell you even about your baby. Like, don't leave your baby in the stroller unattended. Because, you know, the chicken hawks. So... We, it is very majestic, but it's very quiet. You know, we don't have people hanging outside. We don't have people running around. Nah, you know, it's very quiet. Families are in front of their houses. You know, after a certain time, there's no one outside. So it is, it's very quaint. It's very quiet. It's, it has its moments. So, but she was saying how, you know, she did her, she, she did enough and, She's going to move, you know, somewhere, either South Carolina or somewhere. And um, I was like, wow. And she was just really cool to have a conversation with. And I was really just also being an example to my grandson because most young people spend half of their time online. And I'm like, you do know you can come outside and talk to people. And he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, if he sees his friends, they give a head nod. But I'm like, yeah, you could go over there and talk to them, like, for real. So he did that. Um, we wound up meeting a senior. It's cool, man. You know, he was, he was really funny. We enjoyed that. We was just, you know, walking around, like, just enjoying things, enjoying the moment, living in the moment. And so the senior, the man, we was laughing because every time I put something in the shopping cart, my grandson would put something in it. He said, I know it sucks, right? I was like, What? So we were laughing, and we wound up coming back, right? 
so my grandson he tells me and I had to learn that the world that I grew up in and the world I raised his mother and I'm in that world doesn't exist anymore it doesn't yeah have boundaries and rules and have communication so my grandson he comes to me and he goes grandma where are we going tomorrow and I'm like I don't know and he was like okay so I'm going to tell mommy I'm going with you and I'm going to leave you and go with my friends and you just tell my mother I'm with you and whatever time you come back, I'll meet you here. So I told him to repeat it because I wanted to make sure he heard what he said and I want to make sure I got a clear understanding. I said, so you want me to lie? He said, well, it's not. No, no, no. Because my grandson got in trouble for lying. So, he's on punishment. Now, the only way he do get a chance to go out is when he's going out with me. So, I asked him, right? And mind you, I don't take him all the time. I just took him these past two days because it was hot. And I'm like, yo, come on. And I wasn't lifting those boxes. So, he's a big dude. So, I was like, the one thing that I pride myself on with my kids is I tell them the truth. They don't have to sit there and be like, oh, maybe my mother. No, my word is everything. I said, because when I was young, my father told me the only thing we have is our word. And you have to stand on it. Because if not, then no one will ever believe you. So you stand on your word. I said, so if I tell your, your mom right now that at 1040, I'm going to be standing outside. Do you think she's going to go outside and see? Or do you think she's going to say, okay, my mom is outside. I know at 1040 she's going outside because I gave him my word. He was like, yeah, she would. She, would, she wouldn't go out and she'll know that you're doing it. So you want me to mess that up because I'm going to lie for you. I said, now, it is so many red flags with that. One, I'm lying to my daughter because you are not taking accountability on what you did because you want to go and hang with your friends. So you don't care who get caught up in your madness. I said, that's one. Two, if anything happens to you while you're over there, and please don't tell me that beautiful saying, Grandma, ain't nothing going to happen. Because when it comes to me and the way my life is set up, something is going to happen. So, if something happens, or it will happen, we're not even going to say if, because if it was a fifth, we all be drunk. So, so something's going to happen. My daughter is going to think that you're with me until the authorities or whoever tell her different. Now, I done betrayed her trust in me. I was like, thirdly, why would you think that I would cover up from you so you could go and hang out with your friends? Like, why would you think? If that's the relationship we have, then we don't have a relationship. So he sat here in this chair. First, he had to replay like I came to the wrong one. And in plain English, his grandmother was saying, nah, I find somebody else to do it, son. We ain't going to do it. And... He goes, well, I said, or you can say, clean up, do whatever chores she tell you to do, and then ask her, Ma, can I go out there and hang with my friends for an hour or two? Now, if she say no, ask her, can you sit in the front with your friends for a few, you know, for an hour or two? I said, now, the baby is sick. My grandson's sick, the little one. He's 10, 11 months. And I said, you know, he likes being under his big brother. So I said, I'll, once I finish doing what I'm doing, I will take the baby so you can hang out. I said, you could tell your mom that. He was like, okay. 
I said, but what we are not going to do, because I want you to understand who I am and who I am to you. I'm your grandmother. I love you to death. But what I'm not going to do is lie for you, cover up for you for some bullshit, and don't pull me ever in one of your webs, because we don't do that. We hold ourselves accountable, and I want to always hear what you have to say. Because we're, I said, you know how many black men that have to suppress their feelings, they can't tell you how they feel, they can't say anything because it makes them weak. No, I, I'm not a mind reader. Tell me what's going on, right? Now, I also understood one of his friends is a girl and he likes the girl and that's his friend and she likes him. I get that. But we're going to be honest and upfront. Now, if your mother say no, you are in trouble. You don't reward uh, bad behavior with you hanging out with friends. I don't know where they do that at, but definitely not here. So he was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I said, but um, I'm waiting. He said, no, nah, I apologize. I said, oh, okay, all right, so as long as you know. So yeah, because I was waiting for that apology. Like, why would you even get me in that? So he'll call his friend and he'll let them know either they'll come down here and chill with him or He'll be able to go down there. But he is in trouble. So he has to respect that. So also, people want to be heard. People need to understand what it is that, especially young people. Why? Why are you being punished? You know, what What are the actions that bring you here? Instead of just yelling, cursing, and telling them no. No, they're, they, they're human. They're little people. My grandson, he's six. When he gets in his mood, he gets on the floor. I get on the floor with him. And I'll be like, okay, because I get down on his level with that. He's six. So when he fall out, I get on the floor with him. And I'll be like, okay, so what's going on? Why are we down here? And he'll be like, gum gum. Nobody's listening. Well, okay, talk to me. But can we talk while we're sitting up? Because gum gum's old. Then he'll sit up. Let me tell you what happened. Then he tells me what happened. Then he goes to his mother and says, you don't listen. Gum gum listen. And I'll go, yeah, I do listen. So, and most of the time, is he wants to get on the game. His big brother's on the game. He just needs to play the game because the game is his friend and all that. So then I ask him, did you do your homework? Yes. Okay. Did you do your chores? No. Then do your chores, and after your chores is done, then your brother let you get on the game. So it is having listening and seeing what the problem is and working on solutions. I always tell my daughter, as well as my grandkids, we work on solutions here. We are not going to be sitting here puffing, crossing our arms, crying, because that's not going to get you anywhere at all. Voice your, and not everybody's going to like your truth. Not everybody's going to want to hear you speak anyway. Just don't be disrespectful. You're still a child. And when adults get disrespectful, you have a grandmother, an aunt, a mom, and a dad. We're going to be standing right there every time. You know? But we have to, everyone wants to be heard. When I was talking to the young lady today, the conversations we had, like people want to be heard. They want to share their story. They want to talk. People want to interact. Everybody don't want to be on social media. And I love it because she was saying that. She said, I'm tired of being online when I just want to come out and meet people. Yes. So it can. I will be in supermarket stores. All that. I will make a new friend. And we'll start talking. I never say I'm spiritual. You know, only it's been maybe about three times where I'm somewhere and they be like, hey, goddess. And I'd be like, oh, hey, baby. And they'd be like, yo, I don't know who you is, but I know you somebody in the spiritual world. Okay. You know, 
Um, I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, nah, nah, for real. I get that vibe, and I just be laughing. And mind you, I may have a wig on, a, a fitted cap. Um, now I wear bonnets outside, but I have maybe my head wrap. But regular clothes. I don't have dashikis on. I don't wear beads. I have my braces on. Um, and I look normal. No, just like another person. But I, I will say, kids, oh, my God, they'll come up to me, hug me, smile, all of that. My daughter, sometimes she be pushing them away like, I don't know who these kids are. And my godmother just always say, they don't see you, they see Oshun. So I always laugh when it comes to that. Especially kids with disabilities, oh, my God, they just run up to me and hug me and touch my face. Like, we're friends. Like, we've known each other for eons. And I'll be like, hi, Putin. And my daughter, she's there, she be like, I know you don't know these kids because I don't know these kids. And the mother would be like, I don't know why she does this. She don't even do this with people. I'd be like, it's okay. It's okay. Dude, you'd be like, no, get your kid. And I'd be like, shut up. Don't do that. So it is. But a lot of people really want interaction. They want to talk. So I'm happy I made this challenge for myself to make sure. Now, on rainy days, I find something to do at home. But I'm going to still go and sit outside on the porch and listen to the rain. No matter what, for 30 days, my feet will see outside. So I get up. I do what I need to do with posting and stuff because that's what pays the bills. I love social media because I don't have to stay on there all day. Um, my readings are scheduled due to day. And, I, and it's not bragging. Please don't take it as that. Because if you see it as bragging, then something's wrong with you. But I, I always try. I don't even try. I make sure my students... Those people around me, even my guy kids, yo, I want you to be comfortable where if you don't get a reading, you're still okay. If you don't get paid, you're still okay. If you don't get this, you're still okay. Your books, whatever companies you have, while you're sleeping, it's making money. No, it's not making thousands, but you're comfortable. Hundreds, those are hundreds you didn't have. So I'm grateful for sharing that, right? So, if they figure, okay, I, I may not have a reading for a month, but I'm not on there begging. I'm not on there saying, oh, my God, people need to come get a reading. No, because they're okay. They're okay. Blessings come in every form. It doesn't have to always be monetary. I tell everybody, make sure you have life insurance. That is a plus. You do not need to be doing a GoFundMe. So your ass can get buried. If you're out here reading, have a business, whatever, you should be able to have those things intact. Life insurance, a business plan, a will, or at least something that's authorized to let people know what you want, where it needs to go, who, who gets what. Real talk. And being consistent. If you have a company, being consistent. If you have a brand, if you have a blog, if you have anything, be consistent with it. You do not, yeah, take a day off. Definitely, you don't need to be on there all day. You don't have to kiss nobody ass. You don't have to shout people out. Be you. God has enough actors running around here doing things in his name. God needs authentic people, real, raw people. Need you. You as the person. You are divinely created. Share that uniqueness and that gift with the world. We need that now. We have seen enough hurt, pain, death. It's time for us to start tapping in into that positive energy. And I know that once we all do that, the energy itself will shift. I've seen it too many times. So I know it's real. 
But we are so busy focusing on what will go wrong, we miss everything that's going right in our lives. Real talk. And I don't understand majority of people that want to do this get over scheme. I'm not understanding that. If you don't know the answer, I'd rather for you to be real and say, yo, I don't know that. And let me find out or we can find out together. I respect you on that. I respect a chick that's like, yo, my life was fucked up, but I'm living now. I'm learning to live a right way. Instead of a chick with nothing but secrets. Mom, we don't care. We ain't trying to go in your closet. We don't care about your bones. That's your trauma. That's your stuff. That, when you're ready to share with the world or whoever, I suggest you go get a therapist. Because we're not it. We're, we're not your therapist. We don't even know you in real life. We just follow you on social media. We don't know you. So... Uh, and when people oh my god people in our business my, if you don't put it up nobody don't have to tune in if you're not worrying about your husband your home girl and who's screwing who and you post that up there yeah we gonna follow we nosy it's entertaining I'm gonna be honest but after a while it becomes a headache just like uh, I was talking to a sister and we you know I was at one time just really into love after lockup. And you have the Eric and Monique thing. And then I'm like, yo, the script is really cool. It's funny. It's enticing. But after a while, the same old thing. My, he cheats, you take him back. He cheats, you take him back. Yo, okay, is anybody getting some help on this goddamn show? Because now it's getting, it's getting boring. Like, it's the same thing. So I tuned out. I, I was having Philo, which you would pay like 20-something dollars a month. And I'm like, why am I? I only got this for the show, and I don't watch this shit. Boop. Deleted it. Like, if it's not serving you anything, it you don't have to be in the cool crew and follow. I always tell people, when you follow the masses, that them fall off, you're following a bunch of asses. You're paying 20 dollars for the same storyline to be created. There's nothing new. So, nah, it, I, I'm thinking, well, okay, either they go, and I was only watching it for them and the Aries girl with her dad and her man. And I was like, okay, she got married. She having a baby. Let me leave. They ain't putting the daughter in there. So let me just move on. It's getting boring now. Okay, I'm out. And that was it. That was it. So when a homegirl, when my homegirl was like, so are you watching it? I was like, nah, it's getting redundant. Like, it's the same thing over and over. He cheats. She take him back. He cheats. She take him back. The girl, she married him. She had a baby. She really didn't know what she was getting into. Her daughter understood. So why am I, why am I keep on watching it? I can see that shit. Uh, if I go to New York and just sit around in the projects, I can see the same shit every day. And I ain't got to pay for it. So, nah, I'm good. And I, she was like, oh, so you're going to keep the service? No, I'm canceling. For what? I'm, I, only, I only got it to watch the show. And guess what? If you go on TikTok, somebody going to put the whole shit up anyway. So why am I paying? No, nah, I'm good. I was like, I'm good. No, <laughs> I'm good. She's like, oh, but everybody's watching it. I'm not everybody. I said, that's the beauty of everything. I'm not everybody. And that was it. And guess what? She hit text me today. Hey, I'm uh, canceling because it's boring. Don't follow me. Follow what's right for you. And that's what I really want people to understand. Follow what's right for you. Muhammad is so spiritual up in the mountains. Because he's around nothing but other monks and stuff. His real test is when he's amongst the people. How are you helping when you have no clue what's going on. I don't hang around the same people all the time. I know a lot of people. Yes. 
But when I go to New York, I may hang with right hand. I'm going over here and hang with these people. I'm going to catch up with these people. Um, or sometimes I just hang by myself or sometimes I hang with my son. But I'm not with the same people every day. I learned that a long time ago. If we are all doing the same thing, who's learning? How are you progressing? It's okay. I don't need to be with you every day. I got shit to do. I got other friends. That's why it, it baffles me when people go, oh, my God, we have to dress together. We have to be together. We have to. Well, we ain't no married couple, girl. Go get a life. No, that becomes horrible for me. I, I don't. I don't. And, you know, just recently I had a conversation with a young lady. And I'm like, you know, when you're loyal to someone and, you know, that you want to follow the crowd. Because I was guilty of this. Loyal to people because they don't like a certain set of people or they don't like a group of people. And you're sitting there like, well, damn, I, I don't even know. Them. Like, I'm anything I'm learning, I'm learning through y'all. And then when that person reach out and y'all have a conversation, you find out everything that these people told you was a lie. Or it's not like that. We all have our experience. That's why I never told none of my friends, my true friends, they don't have, yo, don't hang with that one. No, because my experience is different from yours. Now, if they're a predator and it's been proven, yo, be careful that motherfucker is a predator. Right here. Now it's up to you because you can't say you weren't warned. Right? That's a whole different conversation. But if they, oh, well, they talked about you, they lied on you. Listen, my experience and your experience are two different things. The only thing I'm going to respect is when they start bringing up my name, stop them right then and there. That's it. That's all. But other than that, I don't tell nobody who to hang with. You can hang with Jesus, the devil, Mary, her children, the disciples, the cat, the dog. I do not give a fuck. You grown. I can't tell you who to be with. I can't tell you who to be friends with. This is not, oh, you can only talk to people I can talk to. No, that person may be your blessing. That person might help you to get to somewhere where I could never take you to. So don't shortchange yourself and don't get into people's beef. For what? You don't know what the fuck they did or how they got to this. What if you find out that your friend, because some friends are really fucking chasty, that your friend slept with this lady's husband or stole some money from him. Here you are listening to one side of the conversation. Be mindful. Be don't jump into people's beef. Oh, I don't hate them. because That's why I don't like the amen choir. Oh, I don't hate them because they don't hate them. Boo, at the end of the day, y'all all sound like fucking high school idiots. Real talk. But people will because they want to be relevant. They want to be important. So, oh, I don't like her because she don't like her. That's my friend. I guarantee you. And it has always been proven. I'm a better, not a sweater. The first time you disagree with said friend that you jump in, in beefs with or you do something out of character, your ass is going to be just like the ones they don't like. A leopard doesn't change its spots, just change the direction it runs in. Predators, gossipers, fucking trauma bonding don't change because they don't heal. They just change the new victims that they get attached to. That's it. And if the only thing, I, I really want to say this out loud. If the only thing that's bringing y'all a friendship is hating on Ephah Bayo, then baby, y'all got bigger problems than hating about me. Y'all got some shit that y'all need to deal with. Y'all are trauma bonded. And guess what? When one of y'all decide to heal, 
from all the bullshit that you're holding on to, y'all not even going to be friends. Because y'all don't have nothing in common. Right now, you have one denominator. We hate E5 Bayo. Okay, eh? But ask yourself, is that stopping E5 Bayo from doing anything? Is it stopping her bread? Is it stopping her evolution of changing? If it's stopping her from progressing, is it silencing her? No! What you're really doing is putting money in my pocket. So I want to thank you and your crazy crew because the more you talk about me, the more people come and find me. And you know how many conversations I get when people hit me up? Oh, the reason why, because such and such said this, and I just wanted to know, because people are bold. They have audacity, and I'm not mad for it. Like, oh, okay, no, I, I don't mess with them, but how can I help you? Oh, well, what you do? I, well, I read, I do a plethora of things. Oh, for real? Yeah, here's my price sheet. Oh, my God, can I? Listen, that's how I met the girl today. Oh, my God, I met you because I was in a store, and these ladies were talking about you, so I looked you up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm not mad. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I gave her a reading, a full reading for $85. How you doing? How you doing? So thank you. I, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. Shit, I love the publicity. Thank you for the hype. Thank you for the exposure. Because either which way, I'm going to enjoy my day. If you hate me or you love me. Either which way, I'm going to enjoy my day. For real. Real talk. But people tend to get it confused. Oh, I'm going to post this because she's going to see it. Yeah, I may see it. I might even like it. And if I don't think it's at me, because you didn't at me, you didn't put my name on it. Those are the people I respect. When you put my name on it. Oh, this is for E5 Bell. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm going to like it. Yo, thank you. Tell me how you really feel. But what I'm not going to do is entertain you or make you famous. Why? For what? Why I'm arguing with you? Why? If me arguing with you is going to make you relevant, you're not relevant in my life. I still am baffled on why people follow me. If you don't like me, you can't stand me, you don't fuck with me, why are you here? And Some of them will say, well, why don't you block me? Why are you here? I, I didn't even request you as a friend. Why are you here? Move on. Go with your life. Go, little nook nook. Go, go. Go and find you a life. But I cannot understand how people allow people to hold space in their head. So once again, I'm out about 30 days taking pictures, talking to people. Now, some things I know won't be able to take pictures. But some places I will. Some places I can be able to take video. But it's beautiful to be out amongst and talking to people and seeing things from a different perspective. I stop hanging around spiritual people. I don't. Unless it's a function or it's a drumming, then yeah, of course, I'm going to go have fun, enjoy. But every day, no, I don't. I don't. I hang around authors. Why? Because I'm writing a book. And established authors, people that already have their books out there, they already have a book deal because there's things I need to know. A lawyer, what kind of contract should I have? You know, should I have a publisher? Should I have a manager? Should I have this or that? Who's my hype man? Like building that up because they went through all of that. When you're writing a book, you can't do trial and error. You can't. So you have to have things professionally. Yeah, I put books on the side for Amazon. So that can still ride. 
But writing a book and sitting there, I got three books that I got on Amazon besides the journals, right? Real talk. Now, my I'm still working on book, my book. So when you do that, you have to have an editor. You got to have um, a publisher. You got to know what you're signing. You got to know how to present your book and what category it is. You don't want to be limited to one category. Then you also got to take care of your health because you got to promote this book. You go on a book tour, you go to different places, and you got to find your audience. So that takes a lot, right? So once again, I'm going to piggyback on the last one. If you're busy and someone posts subs and shit like that, you're not going to see it. So why hurt yourself? Why be on the page if you know you don't fuck with people? That's some kind of mental disability that you're going through. Because, see, I learned, and maybe your parents didn't tell you this, but my parents did. When you hate someone or you're angry with someone, the only one that gets hurt is you. Nine times out of ten, the person doesn't know you hate them, and the other half is they don't care. So, heal yourself and move on. Because hating someone and thinking you're going to make their life miserable is like you drinking poison. The only one that's getting hurt is you. So why waste that energy when I know you have a plethora of other things you could be doing instead of worrying about someone that gives zero fucks about you? Real talk. And learning these lessons of talking to people and seeing things from a different perspective and understanding just of the people in the, the community that you live in. When I go to Walmart or I go to Market 23, they know me as the spiritual lady. In the hood, they call me the ghetto voodoo lady. I'm cool with that. And they be real serious. Nah, man, you go to her house? Nah, she really about that. Like, yo, for real. So I'm known even around here for that. I can walk somewhere and they go, hey, that, that's, the, that's the voodoo lady. Hey. Right? Or they say, oh, I know her daughter. Or, no, nah, I know her, her son-in-law. Oh, no, I know her other daughter. Okay. All right. So, and it, it worked for me. Now my grandson with his friends, they be like, nah, that's Saya's cool grandmother. Okay. And so, and that's it. But at least, I'm, you know, I know them. They know me. So if something go wrong, or even just being somewhere saying, hey, babies, hey, hey, Putting, And that's it. The Uber drivers, they know me. They'd be like, hey, I got you the other day. Where we going? I'd be like, oh, we going here. Oh, okay. And now I need to learn the bus people, right? So, and it works. It works. Just like I, I have a list, a bucket list. I want to go see a hockey game. Well, in the summer, they have lacrosse. They don't have hockey. So, And then they have the lacrosse team. They have a magic show. And they have a, a tattoo thing. I was like, nah, none of those really interest me. So that's not on my bucket list. But in um, October, the hockey team comes back. So I can go and see a hockey game. And I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to the museum here. I'm going to, they have the children's museum and they have the art museum. And they have a nature walk. They have a lift that you go up on the mountains and you walk around. They have a restaurant on a boat. And you can eat your lunch on the boat going up and down the water. That's cool. I want to do that. And then I'm going to go to Schenectady. 
where they have a whole, and this is in the fall, where they have a hayride, where you get on there, you ride, um, you like, eat apples and drink apple cider or apple juice homemade, and you get to see the bonfire and you see a live band. And I was like, oh my goodness, I got to try that too. So it's a few things that I'm doing even after the 30 days, but definitely 30 days of being outside and meeting people talking to people, having human conversations. There's a few coffee shops that sell tea because I don't drink coffee. There's a few little cafes. There's a few little malt shops up here. So to me, it's like going back. Utica, if I was to sum up Utica so far that I've seen, I would say we are in the early 70s. Malt shops and little shops and it's a lot of Italians, um, Croatians, um, Italians, so, you know, and a few African-Americans and a lot of people from Nigeria and Ghana. So, you know, you have a, a big bowl full of different people. And you have a few people that migrated from New York, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Manhattan that moved up here. So I'm, I'm dying to hear their stories. I'm dying to talk to them. I'm, you know, dying to meet new things, new people and experience new things, you know. Um, and to unplug from social media and go out and be a part of the world and see what people are going through. I don't, I don't tell people I'm spiritual. I just sit and talk like a friend. You know, we talk about life. We made a new friend. One girl was like, can I follow you on Facebook? I was like, sure. She looked me up and she followed me right then and there. I'm not mad for that, you know, because people like to make friends. People like to learn different experiences. The only part we're missing out is if we're sitting behind a fucking computer all day. Yes, do your readings. Yes, do have your time where you get on and promote and advertise and do all of that. Make it beneficial for you. Not messy. We're, we're not teenagers. We're not young where we are just worrying about what's going on. No. Go have fun. Live your life. Because the world is beautiful. We just have to be a part of it. We don't have to hide behind the screen no more. We don't have to stay in the house. The world say we can go outside. Go. We was in the house. We went through something so traumatic. And now we can be outside. Enjoy that sun. Because the winter going to be here sooner than you know. If y'all haven't seen that time is not standing still for nobody. Baby. Before you know it. it's Tomorrow is June 1st. We are in half of the month. Half. Half of the year is over. We made it through. We did. We made it through. That alone should be a celebration. We made it through. Half of the month. Half of the year. Half of the year. We are in June. The sixth month. We got six more more to ride out. Enjoy this summer. No, you don't have to have a hot girl summer. No, you don't need to be out there twerking and all that. Whatever make you happy. Let me say that. If twerking make you happy, go twerk your fucking life away. But enjoy outside. Don't sit in the house and sit behind a screen all fucking day. No, go meet people. Go on lunch dates. If you don't have nobody to go on, go on with yourself. You know, Barnes & Noble has this great um, thing where pick a book, find a friend. You get a book, they give you their email, you talk about the book, and now you have a friend that's an email, and then you come and meet up. They meet up once a month in Barnes & Noble's, and, you know, everybody meets up 
in a safe environment during the day and you have fun. So make a friend, but definitely get outside. And I appreciate y'all and I'll keep y'all updated. Love you much. Uh.